gracious and eternal Father. We thank you for your bountiful blessings, your mercy, your grace, your deliverance, and your favor. Thank you, Father God, for another Wisdom Wednesday, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Right now, we bind every demonic frequency right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Father God, I touch. Let your Holy Spirit touch everybody that's watching right now in the name of Jesus. Let them touch their bodies and their household and everything that's around them in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, help me to articulate the, the revelation that you've given me and the word that you've given me. In Christ Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Welcome, Mount Moriah, Facebook, book friends and family to another Wisdom Wednesday. We had a little technical difficulty. You know, it wasn't on my part. It was the, the Facebook, but I, I, I love it when I have a little resistance. That means the word is supposed to go forth. See, when you have a little resistance, you got to push forward because, you know, the enemy doesn't want you to get the word of God out, but you got to press and you got to push forward on your assignment. Praise God. Praise God. The Holy Spirit put this on, on my mind. And like I said last week, this is specifically for the body of Christ, the ecclesia. It's time for us to get off of milk. It's time for us to get off of milk. The Father has given us time to wean us. But see, we took the weaning process for granted and got comfortable. We took the weaning process. If you, if they have some mothers out there who, who are, are nursing or have nursed, to, to wean a baby off of nursing is a process. It's a process. That you, you just can't, for, for a baby to be nurturing and, and, and be, be nursing, just to take the baby and snatch the baby off from nursing can, can be detrimental and almost catastrophic and, and upset the child. But here we're in the season to where God is saying, I need my church to function in, in full power like it should. But too many times and for so long, we've been still nursing. We've been still on milk. And God is now saying it's time for you to get off the milk. It's time for to you to get meat. It's time for you to, to stretch your system. You see, when your system is just on milk, your, your system got used to the milk, but, but, but when you eat solid food, your system has to stretch. It has to digest. It has to, it has to change. It has to have a metamorphosis happening in the inside to where your body now is doing certain things that it hasn't done before. Yeah, he says... In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 13 and 14, it says, For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. I'm going to ask you tonight to put on your spiritual mindset tonight. Put on your spiritual mindset tonight because the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God but consider them foolish. 
So I'm talking to a set group tonight. I'm talking to the ones that 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 are in the body of Christ and those in the ecclesia that are spiritually spiritually developed. I'm talking to the ones that that that, that God is going to use to move His kingdom and expand His kingdom. You see, too many times we've been on the defense. See, what we what we understand about defense and, and offense is that on defense you're always protected. I'm gonna make sure that you don't score. You always you always on your heels. But see, the kingdom of God is progressive. I'm always looking to score. I'm pushing forward and I'm pressing. Our ob obligation as the as kingdom children to expand God's kingdom. We can't expand God's kingdom if we're always on the defense. We cannot. The kingdom of God is progressive. And the obligation for the church is to bring the kingdom of God everywhere we are. Not just that location of where that building, but at our job sites and wherever we are, even if we're going to Walmart, if we're going to the store, wherever we're going, we have to bring the kingdom of God with us so be careful where you're going. Be careful where you're going because the kingdom of God is coming along with you. We're going to go to Ephesians. This is a familiar scripture. Familiar, very, very familiar. Ephesians 6 and 12. Ephesians 6 and 12. It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Now, we've been quoted this scripture a lot. We, we said this scripture. But do we actually understand the meaning of this scripture? The thing about it is, we're going to hone on principalities. When we say that we are wrestling against principalities, do we actually know what we're wrestling against? Do we even have a clue? Have we even been taught what a principality is? We see here, it says, principalities against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. What we have here, people of God, is a hierarchy. Principalities being the top of the hierarchy. Now, remember, Satan is a counterfeit. Remember, Satan takes everything God established and tweaks it and uses it for his will. We have to remind that. Satan is not doing anything new. He copycats, he counterfeits and uses it for his kingdom of darkness. So here it says, principalities, that's one, against powers, that's two, the rulers of darkness, that's three, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places, that's four. But tonight by the spirit of God, we're gonna talk about principalities. A principality, we have to remind ourselves that some words in the Bible that were written in the New Testament are in Greek. So the Greek word for principality means prince. Now what principalities are is, are the highest of the ranking in the enemy's domain. They are ruling spirits 
assigned by Satan over nations and cities. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. Principalities are the highest of the rankings in the enemy's domain. They are ruling spirits assigned by Satan over nations and cities. They have been delegated by the power of Satan to influence the affairs of nation and kingdoms to resist God's purpose. I'm going to let you think about that. I'm going to let you think about that for a second. Because my people suffer for the lack of knowledge. My people suffer for the lack of knowledge. All these years that we've been quoting these scriptures, principalities and, and rulers in high places, spiritual hopes of wickedness, we never knew what they were. So how can we pray strategically against the enemy that we don't know what the enemy does and how they work? See, in the military, the first thing they do in the military, they do recon on the enemy. They do recon. That means they go in and, and check out how they move and check out how, 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 how their belief system, check out everything about them. You remember, you remember Caleb and, uh, and, uh, and Joshua? They went over to do recon to see who was in the land, to, to peep out how everything was going. You, you just don't go and, and, and have warfare and not actually know who you're warring against. You set yourself up for failure. But here it says, they seek to control the political lives of nations using human heads is their main instrument of operation. So when we're looking at people, and people are, are, are behaving wickedly in high places, and presidents and kings are very wicked, it's the principality that's acting behind them. Because I'm going to say like this, if you're not for God, and you don't have God on your side, and you haven't submitted yourself to God, who else you going to submit yourself to? That's the question. What team are you playing for? What team are you playing for? Who, whoever you submit to is who you become a slave to. Whoever you submit to is who you become a slave to. If I submit to money, I become a slave to money. If I submit myself to addiction or whatever that drug may be, I become a slave to that drug. So Paul says, I became a slave or a bond servant for Christ. So we have to understand, when we get people in high places and we get kings and, and, and presidents that function in a wicked behavior, we have to understand who have they submitted to. Let us go to Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. Because I love backing up everything up with scripture. Let's go to Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10, verse 10. I'm reading out the NIV version. It says, A hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the words I am about to speak to you. 
and stand up, for I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. This is what Daniel said. Then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince, listen, listen verse 13, but the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. The prince, the principality, we have to understand that in this time, Cyrus was the king. And Cyrus was appointed by God for God's people. He wasn't a godly man, but I tell you, God can use anybody. But what happened is, what Cyrus did, he did many things that were against God after he fulfilled the assignment of God. So what David, the Daniel saw was a vision. He saw a vision of a walk. But the thing about it is, the answer for Daniel had to come through the principality. It had to come through the principality. And Gabriel, Gabriel was the angel. We all know about Gabriel. Gabriel was the angel that was resisted 21 days before he got the answer to Daniel. Let's go on. Then it says, then Michael, one of the chief princes, now we have the prince of Persia, was a, a demonic prince. And then we have the prince Michael, who was the prince of the kingdom of heaven, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now what happened to the angel Gabriel, he got tied up with the principality. And after he got through the principality, he got tied up with the king. So what Gabriel had to do was call in reinforcements. Because Gabriel, Gabriel is the angel of information and revelation. Michael is an archangel, which means he's the angel of warfare for the kingdom of God. So Gabriel said, I'm not built for this. I came to bring the revelation to Daniel like God told me, but I can't get through, so I got to call reinforcements. I got to call on my brother Michael to come and give me reinforcements so I can get through and give the information to Daniel. But see, this, this was all happening within the kingdom. The rule was upsetting the kingdom. I, I hope you're getting it because this sounds quite familiar what's going on now. We have a principality over our nation right now. And do we have enough people of God to, to pray to God so he could send the angel Gabriel to give somebody in the body of Christ or give the body of Christ a revelation to see what's going to happen in the future or, or is this going to be turned around or does he have to call reinforcements from Michael to be able to get through? Here we, here we say, let's go back to our definition of principality. It says, principalities come over nations and kingdoms and, and cities to go against God's purpose. Body of Christ, the ecclesia, we facing a principality. We pray facing a principality right now. But this is why God is saying my children need to get off of milk. 
My children need to understand so my word so and find revelation and get revelation and get understanding so they'll be able to function how I ordained them to function. But as long as they own milk, they will not be able to uh, 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 proceed and will not be able to push the kingdom of God forward like they should. So this is why teaching and, and, and getting in the word is say study and show thyself approved. But we have sometimes we have to go deep. I said the other week that it's not about how much we expand, it's how much deeper, how, how deeper we go in the word of God. I can read, I can read the Bible from cover to cover. But if I don't get revelation from the word of God, it's doing me no good because I'm not. Be able to get a revelation because we have to understand the revelation of God could change somebody's life. The revelation of God could change a situation. We have to understand the rhema word. The rhema word gives us direction. The rhema word changes your life. We live by the logos. The logos is the entire Bible. The logos is from front to back. We live by the logos. But when it's time for direction... When it's time for a change, when it's time the Lord asking God, what shall we do in this season? We need a rainbow word. And the word I, I have for you tonight is time to get off the milk. It's time to get off the milk. It's time for us to, to get off our heels. It's time for us to be progressive. Because we have this enemy that we're fighting and, and, and trying to fight that we don't have any understanding about. We know that, that, that Satan is seeking whom he may devour. We understand that. But I want you to understand why they call him the prince of the hell. Because he's the frequency. The frequency, the airwaves, the frequency, media, social media, airwaves, anything. You know the saying that says when, when you're a newscaster, they said, are we on the air yet? Or are we on air yet? Are we on, are we on live yet? That means the airwaves. The, or Satan is the controller at this time of the airwaves. But the Bible says the seed of Abraham will possess the gates of his enemy. We possess the gates in the name of Jesus over the prince of hell in the name of Jesus. We will not allow anymore the kingdom of God, the body of Christ, to allow filth to go over the airways. We will not allow uh, 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 death to go over the airways in the name of Jesus. So if we're going against this, this, this principality, what tools do we have? I'm so glad, I'm so glad we have a man, I had a man named Jesus who's still alive. We have a man named Jesus who came to earth to teach us how to live, to teach us about the kingdom of God. And he died for the atonement of our sins. But when he died, when he died, he made principalities and rulers a public spectacle. See, back then, Daniel didn't have Jesus then. Daniel didn't have the blood of Jesus then. Daniel didn't have the power of the blood. Daniel didn't have Jesus to die on the cross and put a public shame on principalities. 
But that's not yet. That's not all. The word says that he came up to the right hand of the Father. He ascended to the right hand of the Father in heavenly places, far above all principalities, far above all rulers, far above all dominions, far above all names in this age or the age to come. There's no name above his name. But that's not yet people of God. When he got up, we got up. Now when he talks about we got up, he's talking about the church, the body of Christ. We got up with him in heavenly places. So if we far above all, if Jesus is far above all principalities, we are far above all principalities also. But we have to assert our authority. Jesus said, Jesus said when he came back, he said, I have all power and authority. See, we leave that out and say we have, uh, Jesus had all power. But he had all power and authority. That's important because he had the dunamis power, the power. But he had the authority to give the power to whomever he pleased. That's why Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, it says that I've given apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. All for the equipment of the church. For the sake of maturity. In order to get them to go forth in ministry. We have to understand, people of God, now is the time. Now is the time to dig deeper. Now is the time to dig deeper. We have to get in our word. We have to ask the God, ask the, the Father for revelation. Because principalities are not over Jesus. What it says, the Bible says, we wrestle. There's a wrestling going on. If there wasn't a wrestling going on, it wouldn't say resist the devil and he will flee. It doesn't say turn your back on the devil and he will flee. They didn't say uh, 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 ignore the devil and he will flee. He said resist. In order to resist something, it has to be a struggle. But the thing is, we have the word of God. We have the word of God. And we have to make the word of God flesh in our lives. We have to make it flesh in our lives. And the only way we can make the word of God flesh in our lives is applied to our lives. But it's impossible to please God without faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. But let me tell you something about faith. Faith is double-sided. Let me tell you why. Faith is not only for provision. Faith is for protection. Faith is not only for provision. Faith is also for protection. So we believe in God for something. Whatever we may ask for, we asking God to give us direction. We got to know while we wait on something for God, the enemy is going to come in our mind to try to distract us. So we have to have faith for the protection. The Bible says in Psalms 91 and 3, it says, Surely, surely, I will deliver you from the snare of the father and from the perilous pestilence. That's protection. While I'm waiting on my provision, I need protection. So I'm going to depend on God for both of them, my provision and my protection. See, we just can't have one side. I got faith in God to receive this. Or I got faith in God, in God to, to do this. And I got faith in God to do that. But we scared of what the enemy might do. 
But if we have God's provision, we have God's protection also. Jesus has given us the authority to trample over the serpents and scorpions and overcome all power of the enemy. And by means, nothing shall harm us. By any means, nothing shall harm us. Ecclesia, body of Christ, it's time for us to raise up. It's time for us to level up. It's time for us to elevate. And the thing about this, it's a saying that they used to say, but there's another part to it. They used to say when you go to the, another level, there's a, another devil. But I got another part to that. See, when you move up to another level, that means you move up to another level of rank in your spirituality. So you could call on angels of God that you couldn't call on before. See, there's always two sides to a story. Be careful who tells you that in your ear because what, what you hear is discouragement. What you hear is discouragement. When somebody tells you for every level, there's another devil. Yes, that is true, but don't forget the other part. Because you're functioning in a higher authority than you once were. You're functioning in a different anointing that you once were. You're functioning in a, in a different level of territory that you didn't function in before. God is never going to elevate you and not equip you. God is never going to elevate you and not equip you. It's nothing that you should fear. Because I'll say it again in Colossians 1 and 6. God created everything. Through him and for him. Whether on earth, heavenly realms, dominions, rulership. It was all created through God and for God. And if God ordained and preordained for you to claim territory for the kingdom of God, the devil in hell can't stop you. It's time. It's time for us to raise up. It's time to come together like we should. The vision that God gave me of the actual church and the ecclesia, it's almost like a net. Let's think about a net. Every net is intertwined with one another, but yet expanding. It's not just one set location. This is the church. I don't care if you're in New Orleans, in your house, and there's somebody praying in Houston, Texas. You are intertwined with one another in Christ. There's no distance in the spirit. And once we understand that, we're the more territory we'll be able to cover for the kingdom of God. I'm just so thankful for us to be able to be on Facebook. Because we don't know who we're reaching on Facebook. It doesn't say whether everybody we're reaching is in New, in, in, in New Orleans. We might be reaching somebody in Dallas, Texas. We might be reaching somebody overseas. No matter who we're reaching, we are intertwining with them in the spirit. Let us pray. Gracious and eternal Father, we come to say thank you. Father God, I'm asking you, Father God, to empower us in the name of Jesus. 
Father God, you told on Pentecost. You said on Pentecost, do not move until you endow with the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm asking you, Father God, fill us up with the power of the Holy Spirit so we can expand your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said you gave us the authority to heal the sick. Father God, you gave us the authority to set the captives free. You gave us authority to give sight to the blind. You gave us authority to protect, proclaim your kingdom, Father. Father, we receive everything, Father God, every spiritual blessing that you've given us in the name of Jesus. And we bind every attack of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We abide every fiery dawn of the enemy in the name of Jesus. As the body of Christ, we stand against the principality. As the body of Christ as a whole, we stand against principality in the name of Jesus. And we proclaim dominion. We call it on Jehovah Gabor in the name of Jesus. God that is mighty in battle in the name of Jesus. To war against the principalities in the name of Jesus. Father God, we know you have all power. We know you have all power, Father God. Father God, we desire to do your will. We desire to do your way, Father God. We desire to be your vessel. We desire to be your instruments in the name of Jesus, Father God. Give us revelation on the assignment that you have for our life. Father, you are God that reveals secrets. Father God, you are God that answers by fire. I mentioned that you consume us with your Holy Spirit. Father, you said John the Baptist came to baptize with water. But Jesus came to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire. Let us be baptized by your fire in the name of Jesus Christ. And we pray. As the body of Christ. Amen.